Hey guys, coming at you with another three-phase podcast this week. Uh, my name is Blake. And I'm Ben. And uh, we drove the Model Y, or Ben drove the Model Y a little earlier this week, and I got to ride shotgun, and we want to tell you a little bit about how that experience was. So I think, first off, maybe we should just start with, uh, what did you do to even secure a test drive in a Model Y? Yeah, so it's like I've been checking the Tesla website for a couple of weeks because I've been super interested. Um, so a little bit backstory on me, I'm like 6'5", and so the Model 3 is such a fun car, but for me, it's almost like falling into it. Yeah, um, I think every time you're sitting in my car, your knee is almost touching my screen. Like, yeah. and I almost want to tell you, it's like, oh, Ben, can you like maybe be careful about your life? But then I look and I'm like, he can't, you can't sit any different. Like, yeah. that's just how, this, the three is not a small car, but yeah. you're just a tall, tall guy. Yeah, and that's like kind of, because like right now I'm driving a Toyota Camry and kind of the same thing. I pretty much slouched to drive my car. Um, and so I've been super excited to see like what the Y was. Because um, it's like I test drove the X before. Um, and that felt really nice, but that's way too expensive. Um, and I just didn't want the Falcon wing doors as cool as it looked. Um, so it's like definitely was like super looking forward to the Y. Found on the Tesla website on a Sunday that they had a time to drive uh, that following Wednesday. Um, so we did that and yeah. Nice, yeah, and then we just showed up pretty painless just like every other Tesla test drive. Just showed them your ID. Do you have to show me your insurance? Uh, no. Yeah. No? So they said that your insurance would cover the test drive. Okay, but they don't need to see uh, it. Yeah, no, they didn't ask for it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so you just have to be 21 years old. Um, and then, yeah, just show them your ID. Uh, they, like, entered it in. And then um, after that, it was pretty painless. Uh, walked out with the, the key card um, and kind of showed us around the car. Yeah, and I guess we should make, make it clear we're, we did this in COVID times. And so... The test drive was a little different than the other two or three I had been on where the representative is in the car with you the whole time. They just gave us the car for 25, 30 minutes and then just expected us to be back at the end of our time um, and didn't didn't come with us, which is obviously the safest thing to do for Tesla employees. And we're, we're all wearing masks the whole time, of course. And so that was pretty nice. I think the only downside to that is I kind of wish I'd had a little bit more time with it. We only kind of got it to do one little loop. Yeah, I was going to say, like, 25 minutes felt, like, really, like, kind of like nothing. Because um, it's, like, we were only able to take it on the highway, um, go get a couple of miles um, around. And it's, like, it's kind of nice also having someone there where you can, like, ask questions or, like, feedback. Because, um, like, one of the things that uh, really kind of frustrated me with the car was just, like, the build quality. And um, as you guys know, with the 3 and the Y, the window comes down. Um, when you open the door and the back uh, right door uh, wasn't opening is because the window wasn't coming down. So it's like, I would have loved to like talk to the Tesla person about that and like kind of like more detail of like, is this happening to other Model Ys? Cause it's like checking Reddit and other forums. It just seems that people with Model Ys are having huge issues with paint, with panel gaps, and then just like other manufacturing defects that really shouldn't be there on a $60,000 car. And it's like, I wish weren't, because it's like my even like my Toyota Camry doesn't have those issues. And so it's like one of those things like where you want to fall in love with this car. It drives amazing. It's so fast. I, I love the touchscreen. But it's just like it's the small things that kind of get you. That it's like, should I spend $60,000 on a car that has this issues? And then it's like, what about the inside of the car? Like the actual mechanics and hardware. It's like, are there issues that I can't see? Um, so the, that's like one of the things like really after this that's like I just keep on thinking about yeah I think 
I think the door not opening was the most egregious thing, uh, but we did find a few other like issues with the specific Model 3, which I think is like, we found these issues on a test driving Model 3. Or Model Y. Mo- yeah, sorry, Model Y. Uh, so similar in my mind. You know, I'm looking at the picture we have on our computer right here, and you know, it just it looks like a it looks like a three that's just a few inches taller, really. Uh, and anyways, uh, what I was gonna say was, um, you would think that uh, they would at least inspect like the demo car mm-hmm. a, a little bit more than maybe even like a normal car that they were gonna give to like a customer because like this is the impression that people walk away with from having a test drive um and my impression was well one of the door windows wouldn't open it would pop out the door but the window wouldn't clear that little seal which made it you basically impossible to open the door unless you're willing to grind the and i mean grind that window piece of glass along the trim and i think at first you opened it and like didn't realize that that was happening and then we ended up noticing it and we couldn't shut the door at all it was jammed and we had to lower the window to to close it and so i'm like well okay so nobody between the factory and this show center opened the door they they didn't even do, they didn't even do that and, and maybe it's just a, a problem that's just so like crazy to to have that nobody even thought to like make sure the doors worked but yeah that was that was our show. I mean, luckily the door would, would pop open and unlatch, but like the window not coming down is obviously a really big issue. But the other the other um, two um, issues we act we at least have pictures of are the notorious panel gaps, which have been beaten to death on like every uh, every forum I've seen about how, how bad they are. Even with like Model Threes and 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 Model Ss, they're just not up to standard for cars that are that expensive. Um, so, I mean, there were some, I have a picture of me here, like almost sticking my pinky through the gap between the trunk and the, I don't know what you call it, the rear fender. Um, and then I have another picture of like paint where it looks like two pieces came together and then separate, like two panel pieces came together, separated, and then left like this just disfigured bit of paint in between like two panel gaps it's it looks very strange and it looks really really bad really rough looking but yeah i mean like your point to your earlier like you said earlier it's like if they can't even like get these little things like uh cosmetic things right like I, I guess the door isn't fully cosmetic though but you know my point is like what's under the hood what's the issue yeah. with it under the hood like are all the seals good like is it is 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 the model y rusting under there we just can't see it like is, like what's going on um, and you know, of course, the bumper to bumper warranty is there, but like, uh, if I want to be sure everything's screwed on tight so that it's safe and you know reliable after fifty thousand miles. Yeah, and it's like when I buy like a brand new car, my goal would be to be able to drive it and then not have to take it to like a service center the week after I got it. Yeah. Um, and it's like that's kind of scary if I have to like get a brand new car. I can drive it for a day, see there's issues, and it's in the service shop for like a week. Um, that's just like a terrible like experience. And it's like I want like electric cars that I do super well. Like these, like driving the car felt amazing. Like the acceleration was awesome. This is a a red performance uh, Model Y, um, and so it's like it looks really cool. It was so fast. It handled so well. Um, doing the like on the highway with the autopilot, um, following the car, it worked so well. Um, and so it's like, I just don't want someone that doesn't know that much about Tesla to get in this 
and being like the door doesn't even open. It's like, this is like, but like terrible quality. And so it's like, my hope is that they can kind of get this resolved, but it's scary that it's like the paint issues, the panel gaps have been around for like years now. And it seems like they're still having issues. And most other manufacturers get this down. Um, it just seems like kind of Tesla is the big one out here right now that can't do that. They have awesome tech, awesome hardware, awesome drivetrain. But then it's just so frustrating that you can't get that last like one percent there on the car. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it should definitely be said that like um, moving from the outside into the car, the actual like driving experience, um, if, if it was just like any other kind of Tesla, it's a great great acceleration. I don't know how the steering was because I didn't actually drive it, but uh, how was it? Was yeah, it was, no, it was awesome because it was like in the tight mode or the. Oh, sport. Uh, in the sport mode yeah and so it felt really good so like going from the cam like after driving that and going to the camry again it felt my camry really did feel <laughs> like a grandma car with the yeah um but it's like the stiffness felt really good on the steering yeah. wheel yeah i didn't notice anything like uh actually bad about the interior really um most of the issues with quality i think are on the outside of these model wise um there's some minor issues i think with like little pieces of cloth like kind of on the floor of the car not exactly lining up very flush um the only other thing i noticed that i didn't like about the interior was like the seat belts for the rear seats don't exactly have like a place to rest um like they do in the model 3 or any other normal car they sort of slide in between the seat and the door which is kind of a strange place for them to go but um, more positive things about the Y on the inside were definitely like I noticed the you know this is a good one the AC worked totally fine uh, I'm not I'm not extremely sure of like if it actually has an AC unit or it just uses the heat pump in the reverse direction for for cooling or not but in any case the the Texas heat um, it felt fine in there um, the seats felt amazing I think that's one of the things that a lot of people call out about the Teslas is that the seats are really good. Um, of course, the um, uh, all of the uh, music and 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 sound of the car was just like the Model Three. The stereo system sounded great. The screen was the same as the three, so you know it was great. Um, really, if you like the model, if you've driven a Model Three and seen that interior, um, you know what to expect from the Y. Um, the, I guess the only big difference is there's no. Um, I don't know what the technical name for it is, but there's no beam that goes across the center of the car where you usually have the dome light in like most other cars I've driven. They're on the sides instead. Um, so you get this really nice view looking straight up. Like it was already really good in the Model 3, but in the Model Y, like you don't have that beam at all and you can look up. I imagine it's like extremely beautiful if it's raining or something. Yeah, or, it's like I was a huge fan of that because it's like I fit in the car really well. Like driving the driver's seat was nice, but then also I, mean, I was able to sit to in the back. For sure. Like, yeah, I mean, um, how, how did you fit? You fit. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about like, your fit Because it's like definitely like most cars or especially any car with a sunroof, I can't fit in the back of even like kind of like a RAV4 if as a sunroof. It's I have to sit in the front or I have to slouch a ton. Um, and so being able to sit even in the back of it and kind of like look up and uh, see everything was awesome. It's like definitely, I want to be a kid again in the back of that car, just like looking mm -hmm. up, seeing the clouds. Um, and then also the back row seats uh, folded all the way down. So I've seen some like videos where you could kind of like lay back there and if you want to go like camping or like sleep inside of it, I definitely think that's doable. Or if you have a lot of luggage and want to go on a road trip, I think this is like one of like the perfect cars to do that. Um, between like the autopilot, the charging, 
um, and then being able to like haul a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is surprisingly more spacious than the three, even though they're based off like the same platform. I think that really comes from like the way those seats fold down in the back and how you don't have a lot of extra like kind of um, I don't know what else to call it other than like the firewall sort of thing in the back seats. You know, like in a normal car, when you put down the back seats, there's still sort of this outline of like the compartment that separates the the trunk from the the actual cabin. And since that doesn't exist. Um, yeah, the, 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 the seat down space is just incredible. And, uh, I think this would be a fun thing to actually take camping. I know you can do it in the three, but I, I think this, uh, this is the way to do it, especially with like that, that roof with a, the enormous yeah. piece of glass. Yeah. Cause it's like, I definitely want to try out camping mode. So mm -hmm. it's like, and also right now in the state of things, uh, we're in Austin and so you really can't travel that much right now with the current state of uh, coronavirus. That'd be awesome to kind of like drive, um, mm. go to like a state park or something, hang out, um, try this out, or you even go to Colorado, like take it up in the mountains, especially like having this much performance in a car. It's like, you can like go up the mountains, no problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It felt good too. Ride was good. Um, not a lot to expand on. I mean, it's just sort of like the model three experience and like a bigger package. Um, we didn't experience any issues with the the automated tailgate. Um, Model 3 doesn't have one of those. Uh, yeah, because I saw videos online of that not closing correctly, but we yeah. opened and closed it, I think, four or five times, and it locked uh, correctly. Yeah. Yeah, and so, lock on. Yeah, that's a super like nice little feature just to have that, yeah. especially if, like, groceries or something. Sometimes it's kind of a pain uh, to, like, open up the back. Um, it would have been, been nice to drive this thing in the rain. Yeah. Just yeah. to see if... Just to see if it uh, leaks or not. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, like with the seals. It's like we didn't test this one, but um, lots of issues online with the seals not working and people washing their cars and the interior being wet. Um, and then I've also seen like dust um, getting in, like the seals weren't good enough, mm -hmm. that dust came in. Um, so it's like once they get that figured out, um, this is a solid car. Like I don't see anything close to this, yep. um, especially from any manufacturer offering an electric car. That compete, like yeah. for a range or anything. Yeah, like that. I mean, just touching on so like the range, like the stated one on Tesla's website is three hundred sixteen miles. Yeah, so. And a Model Three's is three hundred twenty-five. So it's crazy. You only lose nine miles of range for a larger car. Like that's incredible. I think. Yeah. You know that just shows you the efficiencies that that they've made over the past like you know year of development, the developing this. How far they've come from the, the three. Yeah, because I think like also the only thing like really in this class right now is like maybe the Mach E that comes out. Um, we'll see like real range with that. And then also Nissan is uh, going to release a new electric car on July 15th that they said it's going to compete with the Model Y. Oh, really? Um, nice. But it's like the e-tron, it's like way more expensive. It's like twenty or 30000 more. Um, How do one pass me today? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. When I was uh, parking to go get my, my watch, they they passed me. And I, I'm looking at them the whole time. I'm like, are they, are they eyeing me? They want to go? You know, they're on the different, they're on the other team, you know? Oh, yeah. It's team, team e-tron and team Model X. And, it's like, um, honestly, I would love to see like more companies coming out with electric cars. Because I think this really kind of is the future. Um, especially once like energy density gets better with the batteries. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And especially if they can last like a million miles. It's like you're gonna want a new car before the battery degrades, and so it'd be kind of yeah, cool to what's a million miles of this. Yeah, nobody yeah. taxi drivers maybe. Well, yeah. no, definitely, but like I would never put that many. 
I'd be bored of my car by the time we get. I'm probably going to be bored of this car by the time it gets to 100,000 miles along this because that that would with the rate I drive and because of COVID, that would mean like that would be like 10 years of use basically, which this thing is going to be outdated by then. Yeah, and that's like kind of like the biggest factor for me. It's like I'm not driving at all. Like I think I normally drive about 10 to 15,000 miles a year. Um, that's like with a road trip. Um, but now it's like I go grocery shopping. Um, really small tasks um nothing really to go see you can't really travel we're not going to the office our office is closed um for the foreseeable future yeah um, i don't i don't think i've put more than like maybe two or three hundred miles in my car since covid started just because yeah i'm not not commuting into the office anymore um it's basically our trip to the the lake it was probably the most I've driven since since COVID. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but I'm looking at my mileage right now. It's 6,984 miles driven. Um, and I can tell you it was definitely over 6,000 before COVID hit back in March. Um, so, And I've had my, my Model 3 since September. And so it's just... You're not putting as many miles on them as you, as you used to. Um, mm-hmm. Which is actually kind of nice with like, you know... Um, the model the model three you know like i haven't needed to i i guess at some point with a gas car's engine you have to like worry about the gas like going bad or something i don't know how long that yeah takes, it's but. like it's like pretty much i think for a couple of weeks if you have your car sit oh um, yeah gotcha. so it's like i know people going on like long trips mm-hmm. um or like leaving your car in the garage for a while they'll do something um gotcha. i think there's something you put in the gas tank or take it out type thing Gotcha. Not uh, exactly sure on that. Yeah, mine just basically just sits in the garage all day every day now, unless I'm driving literally one mile to go get groceries. <laughs> yeah, because like, they're really the only thing with the Teslas is like that phantom drain, but they've kind of gotten pretty good with that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 okay now. Um, I don't run like Century Mode or anything like after hours. Um, I would I would probably say anecdotally because I don't have anything that tracks it. I think I lose about maybe one or two miles a, 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 in a twenty four hour period if I don't drive it at all. Yeah. So that's not bad. I mean, like you would, the whole point of these cars is the primary audience is people that charge them at home. So for the main person who owns a Tesla, Phantom Drain is not an issue at all, especially if it's only a mile or two a day worth mm-hmm. of range. It's very minimal, which of course it just has to. I mean, it's connected to the Wi-Fi and the internet 24-7. Yeah. You know, just, you're going to lose some battery. But with any car. you have it sit there like a month or two, you only lose 30 or 60 miles. Or right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You wouldn't lose that much. I mean, you could go on, you, like I would, if I was going to go on a trip overseas, I just charge mine to like 150 miles of range and, and forget about it. Like it's not going to be a, an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that kind of covers everything I wanted to touch on. Um, we talked about the exterior, the interior. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, other than that, Go test drive a Model Three or a Model Y because you'll almost get the same experience. But if you want to, if you need more legroom after driving the three, then go tri- go drive the Model Y, um, and you'll you'll definitely have some more legroom because I definitely felt like I was higher up and uh, and everything was basically the same. Yeah, because I was gonna say the only thing I really wish that Tesla did was like have like the like a little bit longer test drive, mm-hmm. maybe add like ten more minutes because it's like twenty five really yeah. did go fast. Maybe maybe you can push it to. I'm not saying do this, but maybe you can push it to thirty five or forty. Yeah, who's gonna stop you? They're not in the car with you. Yeah, no, but they I'll could know. probably disable. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'd <was saying> say definitely <laughs> don't do that. I'll ask the Tesla person before that.